Hello, fantasy friends. I'm Scott Cullen, host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the Locked On Podcast Network. I have no idea when we'll be looking at a realistic starting point for the 2020 Major League Baseball season. Although Scott Boris is ready to play until December to get in as many games as possible. So, in the meantime, I have a chance to look back at the most historically productive seasons by position. I get it, no one's really thinking about baseball right now, and that's okay. But, if you need a break from the onslaught of bad news, hopefully some baseball stats and analysis can help with that. You can go back through the the podcast we've recorded already, and listen to previous podcasts on top rookies, and sleepers, and breakthrough players, and draft strategy, and a position-by-position preview, and... Right now, though, we're just going to continue on with a little bit of history. I've been doing the top 10 fantasy seasons by position. Yesterday, I hit on top starting pitchers with Sandy Koufax and Pedro Martinez's best seasons leading the way. Today, the final group, it's closers. And a reminder, you can tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked on Fantasy Baseball. So we get things started with the great seasons that weren't quite great enough. The honorable mentions. And maybe the first place to go is... Dick Raddatz uh, in the early 1960s, and this is sort of the the beginning of the closer era uh, in many ways, and he had no starts through his first three major league seasons for the Red Sox. Uh, he still averaged 138 innings per season, won an average of 13 games, and had 25 saves per season with a 2.17 ERA and a 1.07 whip. It's a different time, different usage, that's for sure, but that, that was what you could get out of a, a, a great relief pitcher in the 1960s. It's certainly not how relievers are used today, uh, where they get their one inning and uh, and that's that. It was definitely uh, a couple of innings uh, for Raditz on average, and then, you know, he put up some pretty great numbers. Uh, so let's fast forward a little bit um, into 1981. A couple of uh, great closers that year, veteran guys, uh, and this is during the uh, strike season of 1981, Rich Gossage, uh, the goose uh, for the Yankees, had 20 saves and for the Yankees, uh, but more impressively, had a 0.77 ERA, 0.77 whip. Uh, he only had 48 strikeouts, and, and this is again where we bring up the 1981 season, uh, was effectively two-thirds of uh, a full major league season. And so uh, Gossage was on pace for like 30 saves and 72 uh, strikeouts. But obviously, the ERA and WHIP, uh, both at 0.77, is pretty amazing. Uh, and then in that same season, Raleigh Fingers for the Brewers uh, had 28 saves, a 1.04 ERA, 0.87 WHIP, and 61 strikeouts. And Fingers won the Cy Young Award. You know, that's something that would never happen now, uh, given the, the relative value of starting pitchers versus relief pitchers. But uh, in, in 1981... Uh, Raleigh Fingers had a, had a great season and racked up a lot of saves, and that that was enough to get him the Cy Young Award. But uh, Fingers and Gossage were the only two closers that year that had at least 20 saves and an ERA under two. Uh, and so uh, pretty great players, uh, and they were contenders in, in various other seasons, uh, particularly through the 70s. Uh, in 1993, Randy Myers for the Cubs had 53 saves, now, his ERA was 3.11, whip 1.21. Both of those are a little high. Uh, had 86 strikeouts, but at that time, 53 saves was uh, an astronomical number. And so that at least gets him in the conversation here. Uh, 2002, John Smoltz 
with the Braves had 55 saves. The area is 3.25. Again, pretty high for for the top closers. Uh, 1.03 whip, 85 strikeouts. He was first in saves. But at that time, in 2002, there were 10 closers that year with at least 40 saves, 18 with at least 30. So yes, it's amazing that Smoltz had 55 saves, but uh, for fantasy purposes, there were lots of places you could go to get saves uh, in year 2002. And, and maybe to, just to kind of cover that, that era, uh, Mariano Rivera, uh, you could have picked a bunch of seasons for Rivera as possible contenders in 1999, 2001, 2004, 5-6. And, and he's had a lot of great seasons, but the dots didn't always connect to have that one over-the-top uh, season to, that would qualify for the top 10. Uh, he led the league in saves three times. His ERA was under two 11 times. His whip was under one nine times. But he never had big strikeout numbers, and, and fantasy doesn't count how many bats you break with your cutter. And so Mariano Rivera probably counts as uh, one of the players who's better in, in real uh, baseball than he is in fantasy baseball, even though uh, he was a pretty great and reliable option in fantasy baseball. Because uh, the one thing that, one reason you don't pay a lot for saves is because there's such inconsistency at the position. You're not sure about how so solid guys are in their role. Well, Rivera, you knew he was lock solid in the role and, and he had it for a long time. And, and so you could kind of bank on it when you took Mariano Rivera at the start of a season, uh, he was still going to be the closer at the end of the season. And, and there's certainly value to that. Uh, on to the next uh, honorable mention is 2012 Araldis Chapman. This was his uh, first season as a closer with the Reds. He had 38 saves, a 1.51 ERA, 0.81 whip, and struck out 122. So he was tied for seventh in saves, was third in ERA among relievers, first in strikeouts, and fourth in whip. He wasn't even the best closer that season, uh, but it was Chapman's best season of his career. He has a bunch of other seasons that uh, you could say are qu- relatively close, but probably not quite as good as he was in 2012. Uh, in 2013, Greg Holland with the Royals, 47 saves, 1.21 ERA, 0.87 whip, and 103 strikeouts. He was third in saves, fourth in ERA, fourth in strikeouts. Solid, dominant season there for Greg Holland. It's close to close enough to be considered, but not close enough to actually make into the top 10. And then move up to 2016, Kenley Jansen. You could even throw Jansen's 2017 season in the mix too. But 2016, he had 47 saves, 1.83 ERA, 0.67 whip, and 104 strikeouts. That year, Jansen tied for second in saves. The ERA, he was seventh among relievers. He was first in whip and fifth in strikeouts. And and then in 2017, uh, not quite as many saves. He had 41 saves. Uh, 1.32 ERA, which was better. The 0.75 whip, which wasn't as good as the year before, but it's still pretty great. Uh, and 109 strikeouts. Again, really, really good for uh, a relief pitcher. And so Kenley Jansen, a couple of years there where he was uh, knocking on the door for uh, the top fantasy seasons uh, among relief pitchers. And 2018, Blake Trinan, 38 saves, a 0.78 ERA, 0.83 whip, 100 strikeouts. He also won nine games. That's a... Uh, a rare total from a closer. Uh, he was first in ERA among relievers, tied for fourth in saves, fourth in whip, uh, and eighth in strikeouts. And really, you know, not a lot of hype around Blake Trinan, who, who uh, had been a, a setup guy uh, previously in Washington, and in 2018 really kind of took hold as a as a top quality closer for the A's. Uh, even last season, there are a couple of really great options. Josh Hader. 
uh, in 2019, had 37 saves. The ERA of 2.62 is a little bit high, but the, the whip of 0.81 is not. And he also struck out 138. Uh, he, Hader was first in whip, tied for third in saves, first in strikeouts. The ERA, as I said, 2.62, it's not, you know, it's not terrible, but it's not uh, as great as some of these uh, other best reliever seasons. Uh, and so the other contender in 2019 is Kirby Yates. Uh, who had 41 saves, a 1.19 ERA, 0.89 whip, and 101 strikeouts. Uh, he was first in ERA, first in saves, third in strikeouts, and eighth in whip. And so Kirby Yates, maybe not as uh, hyped as some other relievers, came through with the best numbers last year in his first year as a closer for the Padres. So that covers the honorable mentions, and it'll be time to take a break. When we come back, it'll be time to count down the top 10 closer seasons when it comes to fantasy production. What are you doing for the game? A universal question. Whether the casual follower, the tweets everything guy, the beginner, the diehard, the stat nerd, the smack talker, the appetizer guy, the couldn't care less, or the makes everything into a competition person, we all have our place in the sports world. The same personalities apply to fantasy sports, and League Commission exists to ensure your fantasy sports experience is the best one for you. We match managers to leagues as we lay the foundation for your new league. It's as easy as sign up with your preferences, get matched, and approve of that match before any commitment on your end. Sign up with League Commish and receive 15% off by entering in the code LOCKEDON in the referred by section in the sign up form. The first 25 people to sign up using our code receive their first match for free. What are you doing for the game? Find your next fantasy sports league at leaguecommish.com. And we're back, counting down the top 10 fantasy seasons for closers. At number 10, taking Fernando Rodney in 2012 with the Rays, had 48 saves, a 0.60 ERA, 0.78 whip, and 76 strikeouts. He was second in saves, first in ERA, second in whip. Now, the relatively low strikeout numbers, but he was the second best closer in 2012, and Tough to argue with 48 saves, 0.60 ERA, and 0.78 whip. Uh, the best of Fernando Rodney's career, for sure. At number nine is 1990 Bobby Thigpen uh, with the White Sox. He had 57 saves that season, a 1.83 ERA, 1.04 whip. He had 70 strikeouts. He had nine more saves than the second best uh, in saves that year, which was Dennis Eckersley. Uh, Thigpen was seventh in whip and ERA uh, among relievers. But really, it's the 57 saves. He just erupted that year. And, and at that time, he really stood out from the, the rest of the relievers with, with that high total. Uh, and number eight is Trevor Hoffman in 1998 for the Padres. Had 53 saves, a 1.48 ERA, 0.85 whip, and 86 strikeouts. He was first in saves, but there were eight closers with at least 40 saves that year. He was second in ERA, first in whip among relievers. Uh, Hoffman obviously had a long and productive career. But 1998 was his, his best season. And number seven is Craig Kimbrell in 2012 with the Braves. He had 42 saves, a 1.01 ERA, a 0.65 whip, and struck out 116. So there's a difference here between Kimbrell and, and the three guys preceding him on the list. Uh, he struck out more batters. And so uh, Kimbrell was tied for, <clears throat> tied for third in saves, first in whip, second in ERA, second in strikeouts uh, among all relievers. And so... He was elite, elite performer in 2012. He's obviously had many uh, strong seasons in his career, but uh, that was the best of them. 
And now at number six, we're going to go back a little bit in the way back machine. When it's closers, you don't get to go quite as far back. But 1977, Bruce Souter for the Cardinals. Uh, Souter had 31 saves, a 1.34 ERA, 0.86 whip, and 129 strikeouts. Uh, he was tied for second in saves, had the best ERA, was second in whip among relievers. And his Fangraphs war that year was the best among relievers ever. Uh, so Bruce Souter uh, stood out from, from the crowd by, by quite a bit in 1977. Uh, again, in 1979, he had a great season. 1981, he had a great season. Uh, so there are a, a few contenders from Bruce Souter, but his 1977 season, even, even though it doesn't have the highest save totals, uh, that is uh, probably his best all-around season. At number five is Francisco Rodriguez in 2008. Uh, K-Rod that year had 62 saves, the all-time record. 2.24 ERA, 1.29 whip, and 77 strikeouts. That's the all-time best season for saves, as I said. But the rest of his uh, resume that year is basically just very good. You know, the 2.24 ERA and 77 strikeouts are fine. The 1.29 whip is actually a little high for uh, a closer. But, uh, you know, the the main stat that you're looking to fill when, you, when you're drafting closers is saves. And uh, K-Rod filled the bill that year for sure. Uh, in 2016, that's uh, our number four, is 2016 Zach Britton, who had 47 saves, but a 0.54 ERA, 0.84 whip, and 74 strikeouts for the Orioles. Uh, Britton was tied for second in saves, first by a mile in earned run uh, average, uh, 0.91 uh, ahead of uh, Andrew Miller, who was the next best reliever uh, that season, and he was fourth in whip. And so Britton... Uh, while the strikeout numbers weren't great, his ERA is phenomenal that year. And to couple that with a 47-save season, that moves him into the fourth spot. And number three is Edwin Diaz from 2018. Diaz had 57 saves, a 1.96 ERA, 0.79 whip, and 124 strikeouts. Uh, the ERA is a, you know, a touch high. He's still under two. Uh, but 124 strikeouts is 0.79 whip to go with that 57 saves. And Diaz had 14 uh, more saves than the second highest total that year, which belonged to Wade Davis. Uh, he was also second in strikeouts, fifth in ERA, and first in whip among relief pitchers. And so uh, Edwin Diaz with the Mariners that year, uh, and you know he would just be continue on to be great uh, year in and year out after that, uh, or or maybe not, right, Mets fans? Uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll see if there's a rebound in 2020 for Edwin Diaz. Because uh, 2019 did not did not uh, follow up the 2018 success. All right, to the second best uh, relief pitcher season in terms of fantasy is 1990 Dennis Eckersley. Eck had 48 saves, 0.61 ERA, 0.61 WHIP, and 73 strikeouts. Now the strikeout total isn't huge, but 48 saves with an ERA and WHIP that where he was basically untouchable uh, that season, and so. Uh, and that's not the only season in which Eckersley uh, is a contender, but he was first in whip and ERA, second in saves uh, among relievers. In 1992, he had 52 saves, uh, but the ERA is a little higher at 1.91, had 0.91 whip, but he did strike out 93. Eckersley obviously uh, made a great transition late in his career to being a closer, and uh, his best years were some of the very best that we've seen. And so then uh, the number one, Closer season for fantasy baseball is 2003 Eric Gagne. Uh, had 55 saves, a 1.20 ERA, 0.69 whip, and struck out 137 for the Dodgers. 
Uh, Gagne was an overpowering force back in the day. Uh, he was first in saves that year, second in the ERA, first in strikeouts, and first in whip among relief pitchers. Just dominant, dominant player. And that follows up a 2002 season that was almost as good. I mean, he had 52 saves and 114 strikeouts and a 1.97 ERA. Uh, Gagne rose to, to prominence rather quickly and then faded away fairly, fairly quickly as well. But uh, at his peak, uh, which is what we're talking about here, uh, he was... Uh, as good as they come uh, at closing out games. So uh, that will do it for our closers. Hit me up with your questions. I'm at by Scott Cullen on Twitter. Show is at LO underscore fantasy MLB on Twitter. And if you want to send an email, direct it to lockedonfantasybaseball at gmail.com. Find us and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. That wraps up this edition of Locked On Fantasy Baseball. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On Fantasy Basketball, where they're adding NBA draft expert Chad Ford to the crew. Ford is awesome and has long been one of my favorite sports writers, uh, dating back to his days on ESPN. Uh, Have a great day. I'll be back tomorrow with some more modern fantasy topics. Stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your source for daily fantasy news and analysis.